Welcome to Wealth Radio on News Radio KLBJ with author and wealth manager Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512 836 0590. Now, here's Chris Herline. Good to be with you, folks. It is Wednesday, April 15th, down in from our Northwest Austin offices. Joining you tonight on what normally is tax day. <laughs> Maybe you didn't even remember today's tax day, but we got a lot of things lined up for today around that, the extensions, the opportunities, and a lot more. 512-836-0590. Join me right now. Text or call. Phone lines just opened up. Brandon's got the lines open. 512-836-0590. Whether it's taxes, estate, investments, Anything surrounding the pandemic going on right now, we look forward to taking your calls, questions, comments around all things wealth and retirement. 512-836-0590. And uh, as always, tune in with me on News Channel 36, Mondays and Wednesdays during the 6 p.m. news to stay on top of the latest and greatest. And I want to let you guys know that immediately following tonight's broadcast, 7 p.m. I'll be going live tonight. Uh, I've been doing this more and more, but 7 p.m. tonight going live with our recession protection webinar. I'm going to be taking questions live. You can go to SaveYourBenefits.com right now or during the hour here. SaveYourBenefits.com and join me tonight for my new recession protection webinar. And I'm going to show you some key strategies we're using with successful families here. I'm going to show you some unorthodox ways to insulate your portfolio during markets and seasons that we're in right now. A lot of people just don't know where to go. A lot of people don't know where to turn. And so tonight I want to show you 7 p.m. live, saveyourbenefits.com, and look forward to having you join me there. But back to the airwaves here, I want to just set the tone for something. Normally, on this Wednesday, you would be in, I mean, literally standing in line or calling your CPA, checking in, seeing if that tax return got filed on time or the tax payment got paid on time. It's all about deadlines in this April 15th season normally, but guess what? Due to COVID-19, you might have heard that they pushed the tax deadline out and they've done this all the way out to June or excuse me, July 15th, July 15th. I mean, these are unprecedented times. I've been speaking lately about a lot of this silver lining and opportunity. You may have tuned into one or two of my shows. You can go to waltzradio.com or newsradioklbj.com, catch past week's shows, but let's continue with the silver lining and the opportunity and the hope theme amidst all the chaos and everything going on. Tax deadline for most people has been extended. And that's good news because a lot of us have been stuck in the house. Maybe your CPA's office is not open. And it's just hard to get business done right now, isn't it? So what IRS has done is made it very clear that they're going to give us some breathing room. And they've pushed back the tax filing deadline for your last year's 2019 tax year. 
all the way out to July 15th. And so this is good news. It's giving taxpayers you know, two months extra to really beef up your retirement account. Whoa, 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 whoa. What am I talking about? Well, it's clear as a bell right now, folks. Normally, you may or may not know that you can fund your IRAs, your Roth IRAs, your SEP IRAs. Generally, you can do that for last year's tax season. You can contribute for 2019 as long as that contribution to that IRA, SEP IRA, Roth IRA is done by April 15th. But with this new tax deadline being pushed out, well, good news is you got a little bit of extra time to put money in these accounts. So a lot of questions I've been getting have been around, you know, does this relief provide me more time to put money in my IRA for 2019? The answer is yes. Contributions can be made to your IRA for last year um, up to the July 15th deadline. So you got a little bit of extra time. Another thing I'm getting quite a bit of, a lot of emails, chris at wealthradio.com. If you never want to call in, text in, you maybe got a little bit more specific question, email me, chris at wealthradio.com. Throughout the week, I am consistently responding to our Wealth Radio listeners. Be happy to do that as well for you. But the second question I've been seeing quite a bit around this deadline this week is does the deadline provide me more time to put money in my health savings account or my Archer MSA account for 2019? And the answer is yes. Contributions can be made to that health savings account or that MSA account um, now up to July 15th. So you've heard me more and more talking about how much I love the health savings account and the reasons I love it. And one little silver lining opportunity that I mentioned in the last couple of weeks was for those of you that maybe have been doing more research on the health savings account, maybe been uh, looking at ways to fund that. Maybe you don't have a lot of money sitting around right now to fund it. I mean, that's, that's truth of the matter for a lot of people right now. Well, the good news is, is that the IRS allows you, and this is a once-in-a-lifetime deal, they're allowing you to take money that's in your traditional IRA, and if you want to, you can make a one-time contribution rollover from your IRA to your health savings account. The good news is about that is you may have a lot of money sitting in an IRA that you're not planning on touching, a lot of you can't touch it or shouldn't touch it because of penalties and taxes and everything else. But let's say that you're looking for an opportunity to get in the health savings account game. And you don't have a lot of cash sitting around. Well, you can do a one-time rollover from your traditional IRA to the health savings account this year. And let me tell you why that's such a good deal for many. Because the money that you put in your IRA originally you got a tax deduction on that. And if you keep it in your IRA, gross tax deferred, but the day that you want to start pulling it out, you're going to be taxed on it, the entire amount. So imagine this. If you took some money out of the IRA or rolled it over to your HSA, we want to be clear about this, always consult with the CPA, um, 
Well, you got the tax deduction. Remember when you put it in your IRA, you could roll it over tax-free to the health savings account this year. Then that money will grow tax-deferred for you as it's growing if it's invested through the years. And then if you use it for qualified medical expense, whether it be today or down the road, you want to reimburse yourself for past medical expenses, maybe in retirement, whatever that is, either way, the money would come out tax-free. So essentially, it's ways to get money into the HSA, number one, and then get it out tax-free when it would normally have been taxed if you just left it in the IRA. Now, it's a one-time deal up to the annual limit for the year. So look into that if you've been wanting to get into the HSA game. But good news for tax filers from that standpoint and that you've got a little bit more time to still add some money in if you can for last year. And then, of course, you've got plenty of time here in April to add for 2020. 512-836-0590 to join me tonight. i got so much more lined up for you. look forward to taking your calls and questions. We'll be right back. Live, local, and independent. This is WealthRadio.com with Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512-836-0590. Now back to Chris. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Chris Herline joining you live tonight, 6.18 p.m. For all those streaming live tonight and the few of you out in your car, thanks for making us part of your week here as always, you can join me, 512-836-0590. Text or call tonight, whether it's taxes, estate, wealth, investing. Look forward to having you joining me. And uh, we've been covering a lot of things a little outside the box from what this show normally covers, of course, in the last few weeks. And uh, it's because it's been a... It's been a very unprecedented time in the last few weeks. And, and what we're trying to do is continue to bring you updates around not just coronavirus pandemic. Everybody else is talking about that. So you can get plenty of that. But really more around the opportunities for your investment planning and your retirement and legacy planning. And some really neat things that have come out of the stimulus more so than just a $1,200 check. But I am getting a lot of questions around the stimulus. And it's questions from our business owners on, hey, when am I getting my money from the SBA 7A loans? And have you gotten your money? And has he gotten his money? I mean, there's just bottleneck after bottleneck right now. And we've got reports that some of our clients have received loan funds. We've got reports that some uh, you know, their banks aren't uh, even taking applications. Uh, they're not going to let you submit an application if you don't have an account with them. It's just been all over the place, and it's unfortunate, but what we're trying to do is bring you up to date day by day and almost hour by hour, it seems like. But let's talk about a, uh, the stimulus from the perspective of somebody that's not a business owner. A lot of myths or misconceptions around the stimulus and what you can do and, uh, you know, what you can't do. And, you know, for, for a lot of you, you may have received a stimulus check. And the uh, question is, is, you know, does everybody get one? The answer is no, of course. 
Uh, not everybody receives a stimulus check. Most Americans will receive a stimulus check, and those that will typically are automatically going to receive this without having to apply for it. It's not like the business loans you've heard about. You don't have to apply for stimulus. Basically, if you've filed your taxes in the last two years, 2018, 2019, and your income meets the particular thresholds, then chances are you're just going to receive that automatically. And if you set it up via like a direct deposit, like you pay your taxes or you get your refund via direct deposit, then most of you out there are just going to wake up one morning, check your online banking and see that that has been deposited. So the one misconception is, is that, you know, hey, I make too much money. And so the, the question is, is, how much can you make? How much, um, you know, can you not make? And, and what are they basing it on? Are they basing it on 2018 taxes? Are they basing it on 2019? Well, I know a lot of people that have not filed 2019 taxes yet. Maybe it's because they're business owners. Maybe it's because, well, they heard that you can push it out to July 15th, like I was talking about in the last segment. But they're going to base it off and around your two years tax returns. But for those of you that haven't filed 19, you're like, oh, no, will I not get a stimulus check? No, you likely will still get a stimulus check, and it's based on the income for 2018 in this case, if you haven't filed it. But there is a case that you may want to not wait to file your taxes this year. 101 says, of course, if you're one of these Americans that are used to getting a refund, well, why would you wait till July 15th? I mean, unless you're wanting to fund a retirement account or something uh, for last year, you, you should probably get on it. And uh, even with everything going on, I've read just this week that uh, they're still issuing tax refunds within uh, around 21 days on average. Um, but the second reason you may not want to wait is let's say you showed more income in 2018 than maybe you had in 2019. And maybe your check, this stimulus check that's coming your way or maybe came already, well, if they based it on your 2018 income, which was higher than 2019, chances are you may be leaving money on the table. Your check could be reduced or maybe quite possibly not even get a check if your income is over those thresholds. You know, 150000 for a couple. Uh, you know, out there you got kid credits and all sorts of stuff. So if you've got lower income for 19, there's a chance that you could actually get a boost in your stimulus check. They're rolling out second waves of the SBA loan programs, stimulus, a whole bunch of stuff right now. And in fact, there's a bill that uh, was being put together uh, just this week around uh, quite possibly uh, everybody getting $2,000 per month uh, during this time of uh, you know coronavirus pandemic and everybody being out of work. So news to follow on that, maybe uh, something we can get into next week as we can get some clarity and guidance around that. 512-836-0590 to join me tonight. 512-836-0590. I've got Richard... Dial it in with a question around the stimulus check. Welcome, Richard. Yes. Uh, in 2018, I had a hardship, so I had to cash out my 401k, uh, and 
I haven't filed my 2019 tax return, and I was wondering if I'm going to get a stimulus check. Man, that's a really good question. And to my understanding, what they're looking at is going to be your earned income. So you cashed out your 401k or your IRA, that shows up as income, and that's not fun. But that's not what we call earned income. So earned income would be if you had a job, if you had wages, if you had those type of things. Yeah, my so, my job, I I made less than seventy five thousand. Uh, yeah, and I lost my job, so I had to again cash out my four hundred one k to pay my bills until I got my new job. Right, and my two thousand nineteen return is considerably less than uh, seventy five thousand. Also. So in, in cashing out or having to take money out of the uh, retirement account, that kind of pushed you up, right? That you're saying my, my overall oh. income because of that yeah, pushed way up in eight lot of, I had a lot of debt that I wanted to pay off uh, yeah. because I, I couldn't make the payments anymore since I lost my job. Uh, and it was this this a hundred and something thousand dollars, so. Right. So. To my understanding, it, they're looking at your earned income. So the income from a 401k or IRA distribution and the income from wages on your 1040 tax return is going to show up on different lines. And so, you know, these income thresholds that we're talking about that you got to be under to qualify for a stimulus, um, I think quite possibly uh, you may want to get with a CPA to inquire on this further. But I, to my understanding, I believe you will be seeing a stimulus check. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to call. Everyone's telling me to go to irs.gov, but, you know, I can't well, speak to anybody and, you know, yeah. I don't have that information on there. I I filed my tax return with H&R Block last year, and they told me that I should go ahead and file my 2019 return as soon as possible so that way I can show that I'm making well under that threshold. Yeah. So here's what you do. Go online and just Google like stimulus check calculator. Have you done one of those yet? I'm sorry, say that again. Go online and Google like stimulus check calculator. And you can put okay. in like single file or married, how many dependents you have, what your income was for 2018, whether it's wages, distributions from IRAs, 401ks and so forth. And, and that can be a quick guide for you to see what you would qualify for if you qualify. Uh, and then you don't okay. have to spend a half day at uh, the IRS phone lines uh, sitting on hold. So in other words, I just pull the information off my W-2 and, and fill out this form? Yeah, good. There's, they're all over the place right now. You know, stimulus check calculator. And, okay. um, you know, that can give you some guidance further, man. Thanks for your call tonight. Five one two eight three six zero five ninety. Before I go to news break here, we got Kelsey dialing in on the stimulus check. Hey, Kelsey. Hi. Um, I was calling to ask if we will be taxed on our stimulus check. Like, should I put some aside for my twenty twenty tax return or twenty twenty tax? 
Yeah, so I heard uh, Todd and Don this morning stealing a bunch of calls around this. And uh, the best news is the $1,200 is not going to be taxable. It's not oh, wow. going to have to be repaid. It's not going to have to be taxed. So in this case, uh, I tell you, you likely don't need to set aside money for that 1200 in income. Okay. Thanks. Good. Hey, I hope we could brighten your day there. Thanks for the call, Kelsey. 512-836-0590. I got some other callers dialing in. Text your questions as well. We're going to take a quick news break and be right back with you. Live, local, and independent. This is WealthRadio.com with Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512-836-0590. Now back to Chris. Chris Herline live with you this evening at 6.34 p.m., and I'm joining you from my Northwest Austin studios here at our corporate offices. And uh, thanks for making this part of your evening. Been covering a lot tonight. Just want to remind all you tuning in right now, if you have questions around what opportunities are out there for your investments, for your retirement accounts, there is quite a bit of silver lining. And there's a lot of unorthodox strategies right now that I'm looking forward to sharing with you, not on the program here tonight, but right after the program, 7 p.m. Join me tonight for my live video conference, taking your questions live. Go to saveyourbenefits.com right now. I'm hosting a live video conference. We're going to get into a lot of the silver lining opportunities around Roth conversion, around Social Security planning right now, around opportunities to buy in this market right now, ways to hedge and insulate yourself from the next market downturn, or if this market continues to trend down. There's so many questions, a lot more questions and answers out there, and we're going to get to those tonight following our Wealth Radio broadcast here. Go to SaveYourBenefits.com. Join me 7 p.m. sharp. It's at no cost. You can register right there, SaveYourBenefits.com. Now, getting back to the show here, we've been talking tonight around the tax filing deadline being pushed out. I spent my second segment here talking about stimulus checks, answering some questions around, you know, is it taxable? Um, you know, when am I going to get a check? Who gets a check? Today, I want to use this segment right now to talk to you that are on Medicare. How in the world is Medicare impacted by COVID-19? Well, there's a few things out there that has come out in the recent uh, stimulus and everything else. Um, what's interesting is I was Driving in really early this morning to the office, I had my face mask on, and uh, I went to newsradioklbj.com. I was listening to Todd and Don this morning, and, and they were joking about the fact that pharmacies and pharmacists seem a little, little busy, and maybe pharmacists seem a little short right now. Well... They are busy. They are inundated. It's not necessarily because people are just standing in line there in the stores. It's because under this COVID-19 emergency period, Medicare Part D recipients, that's most of you over 65, Medicare Part D recipients must be given the ability to request up to a 90-day supply of medication. So your prescribed medications, some of those may not offer a 90-day supply. 
Well, what are people doing? They're stockpiling medications right now because they don't want to have to get out. So be aware, those of you on Medicare, that if you have prescriptions and you don't like to get out in all this right now, that you can request up to a 90-day supply. Now, there are some parameters, and you'll want to consult with either your doctor or the pharmacist on that, but that's why these pharmacies and pharmacists seem more inundated right now. That's one of the things. The other thing that they're saying is that all Medicare beneficiaries, Medicare A, B, D, if you're a Medicare beneficiary, you will receive the well, let's, let's rephrase. You'll be eligible <laughs> to receive the COVID-19 vaccine when they come up with one. <laughs> I don't know why they put that out just quite yet, but good news is, is when they come out with one, if you're one of those that want to get the COVID-19 vaccine, you can get it at no cost. Let's just pray that it comes sooner than later. 512-836-0590 to join me tonight. 512 512- Eight three six zero five ninety. text or call. I have a text question here. Dear Chris, listen to your program last week. You were talking about good news and the fact that retirees don't need to take their required distribution for 2020. What happens if I already took mine? It's a wonderful question. Um, yes, I do believe that it's one of the best opportunities in the last 10, 20 years. Because required minimum distributions, it doesn't impact you if you're just retired, per se. you got to be at least, as far as last year, 70 and a half years old or 72. So basically, if you're those ages, normally you would have to take money out of your IRA, whether you want it or not. Okay? So with that being said, what they've done is to help relieve some of what's going on, as they said, retirees, if you're over these ages, you don't have to take your required minimum distribution this year. Okay. The reason that's good news is because generally your required minimum distribution in most cases is all taxable. And so that creates more taxable income. So by not having to take it this year, that could mean for many, a lot less taxes that are having to be paid this year. And then there's a whole array of really amazing opportunities that I'm going to get into tonight. SaveYourBenefits.com. Join me on that webinar around these silver lining opportunities and not taking your required distribution. But to the listener's question here, what if I already took it? Well, the good news is, is that under the current relief law, they're stating that you can go ahead And as long as that distribution was taken within a 60-day window, so if you're thinking about it, you're sitting there right now, you're like, okay, it's April 15th, I already took my RMD, you know, I didn't hear Chris's uh, program soon enough, you've got 60 days under the 2020 rule to roll your RMD back into your IRA. Now, if you're past the 60-day window, like, Those of you that may take it in January, tough luck. But if you're still within the 60-day window for this text question, this listener, you're in good shape. You can roll back in. Just note, there is this law that really just stipulates that you can only do a 
a, a, a rollover back to your IRA or out of your IRA one time in a 12-month period. So if for some reason you've already done a rollover within 12 months, you will not be eligible for that. So I know that's a little confusing, but uh, consult with your CPA or your professionals around this. But good news on that front. Now, for you non-spouse beneficiaries, let's say you inherited an IRA from somebody. If you've already taken the RMD, tough luck. You're not going to be able to roll the funds back into the IRA. Okay, so that's a little bit more obscure, but what's not obscure is so many of you listening are subject to RMDs, and you're like, well, should I take it? Should I not take it this year? I'm going to get into exactly how to leverage and make the most out of what could be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity and not having to take your RMD this year. SaveYourBenefits.com. Join me tonight, SaveYourBenefits.com, as I get into that and a heck of a lot more on our live video conference. 512-836-0590 to join me tonight. Whether it's taxes, estate, investments, retirement account questions, look forward to having you join me. So let's get back to it. One uh, item I wanted to make sure I cover tonight is there's a lot of scams going on out there. It seems as when things get tough, and, you know, public gets scared around things like coronavirus, the pandemic here. Scammers are really coming out of the woodwork like never before. And the terrifying thing is, is that the, uh, the U.S. Federal Trade Commission in the last week has said that there's been more than 15,000 fraud complaints since January. Okay, since January, people have lost over $12 million due to these scams. And it's texting scams. It's fake website scams. It's, it's people are literally going to websites and, uh, and signing up for things and giving out information they shouldn't be. And the scammers are using this in ways so that you, we really want to be aware of what's going on out there around this because I've even experienced um, some, you know, scam, uh, uh, some people trying to, to get the best of me in the last couple weeks. And uh, it's just really, you know, it's just the world that we live in. It's people are going to harvest on people that are scared and more vulnerable during this time. And I just encourage our listeners here to be very vigilant um, right now and, and, you know, just pay very close attention to what you're doing with your information, who you're giving it to, uh, and, and also ensure that with this stimulus deal, one of the newest ones I've heard of is, uh, you know, people are getting calls that, um, maybe had received a stimulus check. To me, it seems like these scammers are calling, you know, blind. They don't know if you got a stimulus check, but what they're doing is saying, Hey, did you get one? If you say yes, uh, well, we overpaid you. So they're calling for maybe the, the government, the IRS, whatever, and they're saying, we overpaid you. You, you know, you're going to get smacked with penalties. You need to repay us back some of it, all of it, whatever they say. So that, that's just one of many out there right now. So I just want to encourage you to, to stay in front of this and be very vigilant right now. 512-836-0590. So I started tonight's show with 
why um, it's a good opportunity for a lot of you out there that the government has said you don't have to file your taxes until July 15th. Normally, so many of us would be stressed, standing in long lines at the post office, blowing up our CPAs, going, did it get filed in time? Because today is April 15th. Well, I'm going to share with you on the other side of this break a couple ways to seize the opportunity with these two extra months you're getting to file here. So 512-836-0590. I'll take a quick break and be right back. Like what you hear? Make sure you never miss a show again. Go to WealthRadio.com and subscribe to have it delivered right to your inbox. Now, back to Wealth Radio on News Radio KLBJ with Chris Herline. Welcome back to the show. Chris Herline here in our last segment. It's 6.50 p.m. here on this Wednesday, April 15th, normally tax day. And I uh, wanted to share with you just a few things around this deadline being pushed out. I was going to break here. I said two months, Good, even better news. It's three months. My apologies. A long day here. Uh, July 15th is the new tax deadline. And so question is, is, you know, should you file sooner? Should you file later? If you, I, I mentioned top of the hour. If, if, if you're expecting a refund, of course, you're not going to wait. You, you likely shouldn't wait. Um, you know, you, you want to get that money back in your bank. If you are expecting a stimulus check, um, like I said, it, it could actually benefit you to file your 19 taxes if you have not. If your income's lower in 2019 than 2018, it could very well increase your stimulus check because it's built around um, income limits and everything else based on, you know, the kind of check you're going to get. So all that to say, for those that should delay or are planning to delay, what should you be doing uh, to maybe save a little bit extra? How could you leverage the extra time uh, that there's extra three months to really hit some savings opportunities and let's just touch on them. We're always looking for ways to save on taxes. And I don't care if you're working or retired. I mean, we just, we just not, we're not really wired to want to pay taxes. So a few simple ways would be to look at your income last year for 2019. And if you've got enough income to qualify, to contribute to, um, you know, IRAs or 401ks through earned income, Roth IRAs, SEP IRAs, we want you to put money in those. And if you put money into that account this year and you want to ensure it's a 2019 contribution, make sure that the custodian is clear or there's a place to designate what tax year you want that contribution um, to land in because oftentimes you just mail a check in or something and they'll default it to the 2020 tax year. Well, generally you have up until April 15th, as I mentioned, to put the 2019 contribution in. But now that that's been pushed out, you've got an additional three months to get some money into those accounts. It's same is true 
for your health savings account. So when it comes to health savings accounts, pretty generous amounts you can put in there, $3,500 for 2019. For those of you that have a self-deductible plan, if you have a, um, or a high deductible plan, I should say, so 3,500 for single, if you're uh, married or have family coverage, and you have a family HSA plan, uh, $7,000. And if you're over 55, you get to do a catch-up of an additional $1,000. So that could be a total, if you have a family HSA plan of $8,000, that could get in there still for the 2019 tax season. And for your IRAs out there, um, 6000 For those of you under 50, up to 7000 total for those of you over 50. So SEP IRAs, those limits are much higher on how much you can put in for you self-employed or business owners, and you may want to look to do that. That could save you some nice coin on your 2019 tax return that's due here at July 2015. Now, some last-minute little things. Maybe uh, you've already maxed out your accounts. You're going, okay, well, what could I do with my extra three months? Well, take some time to maybe hunt down hunt down some of those receipts, some of those expenses from last year. So some cool little obscure things is, you know, for those of you that maybe have children, um, you could take a $4,000 deduction for tuition and fees if you have a child that's in college. And get this, you don't even have to itemize deductions to claim this. You know, with the standard deduction doubling a couple of years ago under Trump tax, a lot of people are not, actually the majority of Americans, I should say, are not even itemizing. The majority of Americans used to itemize, now they don't. And so a lot of the deductions you're used to getting were phased out because that standard deduction for a lot of people in their 60s is somewhere around, you know, $26,000 could be twenty-four dollars to $26,000, depending on your age in that realm. So it's kind of hard to get over it. So if you're giving charitably this year and you do not itemize, you do not get a tax deduction. But wait a second. Under this Stimulus Act, this CARES Act that's passed in the last two weeks, well, they've kind of changed their tone on that. If you contribute to a charitable organization, qualified charity here in 2020, well, you can get up to a $300 deduction, even if you don't itemize. So last year, 2019, if you gave and you did not itemize, you didn't get a tax deduction. Well, what they're saying is that this year, if you give let's say $400, and you still don't itemize, you can deduct up to 300 of it. Okay, now I know that's a small amount for a lot of you listening, but if you listen to this program long enough, we talk about a lot of little things that add up to big things. It's all about the net. It's all about what you're keeping. So for those of you with kids in college with tuition and fees, you can deduct tuition and fees up to $4,000 and you don't have to itemize deductions claim this. Real big one there, big one. For those of you that maybe have PMI on your mortgage, that's private mortgage insurance that maybe you paid last year in 2019. They call them PMI expenses. And you pay these generally when your original down payment is less than 20% down. So if you got a loan and you bought a house and you put less than 20% down, 
there may be a chance, a pretty good chance that you have PMI expenses. So make sure that you are deducting those. This is an itemized deduction. Okay, so those are three little tips to maybe look into with some of this extra time you have, not only with the July 15th filing, but of course, also with this extra time you have quite possibly sitting around the house. So with all that said, this hour is always the quickest hour of my week. And so tonight we want to further educate our listeners. We've got quite a few people signed up already. We've still got room for about 40 individuals to join me tonight for the live video conference. The title tonight is Recession Protection, and I'm going to get into a lot of opportunities, uh, silver lining opportunities, once-in-a-lifetime opportunities under the CARES Act, under the SECURE Act, and we're going to get into those. And uh, this is big stuff, guys. This is big tax-saving stuff. And then I'm going to show you how families, some of the most successful investors out there, are investing in ways that they're making money right now even when the stock market's going down. They're not losing money when the stock market's going down. Some really unique ways to better insulate yourself. Join me tonight, 7 p.m., just here in about two to three minutes. I'm going to go live. SaveYourBenefits.com. SaveYourBenefits.com. Register there at no cost. Look forward to having you join me, and we'll catch you tonight. The following program is sponsored by Reap Financial Group, LLC. Investment advisory services provided by Reap Financial Group, LLC, a registered investment advisory firm. Opinions expressed in this broadcast are provided for information purposes only and may change without prior notice. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed in any way as an endorsement, an inducement to invest, or an offer to buy or sell any securities. None of the sales content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor and tax professional should be consulted before making any investment decisions or implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Ability.